Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard, and with me is Tommy Shelby. Hello. And Ryan Robinson. Hi. So, um, we are all based in Texas, for those who don't know, so it's been two weeks since we've talked to each other, or recorded together, because we've been dealing with a snowpocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Snow again. It was fucked up. Yeah. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like very awkward whenever someone asks me like how it went because like people did die from this, and I had like such mild like issues comparatively. I'm just like, I everyone's safe and healthy. Yeah, Shanae uh, um, was sitting nice and cushy all in her own little private power grid, while Tom and I suffered cold and in the dark. So. Tom went to his sister's house. I went to my sister's house. I was <laughs> oh, fine. I suffered cold and in the dark. No running yeah. water. No electricity. Um, well, she probably... offered for you to go live with her for a minute. So, you know, you had somewhere to go. Well, the first day I ordered, like, I offered, <laughs> I knew that the roads weren't drivable for sure. So I, I, I was like, I, I, I know you shouldn't be driving, but, like, I don't want you cold. <laughs> Yeah, we're, well, we're, Ryan, it'd be no problem for Ryan. He just bust out the snow chains, you know. Yeah, I have those on hand because it snows so. every year here in San Antonio, Texas. So I had them at the ready. Yeah. So. Um, but no, my power went out for about four hours one day and a couple hours the next day, and then um, we didn't have water for three days, and then but my mother-in-law and my parents were basically out of power, besides maybe an hour from Sunday night until Thursday. So I had my mother-in-law come and stay with us because she has arthritis and problems. <laughs> That's a stand-up I mean, bit waiting to happen. Uh, we uh, so she they also brought their uh, she also brought their family dog. So Luna had fun annoying that dog. Um, <laughs> we showed her the movie The Other Guys, and the dog. She yeah, the dog and my mother-in-law both of them oh. saw the other guys for the first time. Dog completely unimpressed. Slept through sure. most of it. Mother-in-law loved it. She was crying, I'm like laughing so hard at the beginning scene with Samuel Jackson and Brock. Is. I know what you, I've seen the, the movie. The Buddy Cop movie with like yeah. Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, but yeah, so the beginning part where Vin Diesel and Samuel Jackson like just jump off the building. Uh, that's uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not Vin Diesel. Not Vin Diesel. You're right. Sorry. That's my wow. I know who I was talking about, but wow. I was saying the wrong name completely. Yeah, same Z's. Yeah. So. I mean, they're two different people. I, I am wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, and that was a pretty, like, heartwarming mo- moment. So, I mean, at least I got, like, yet again, I feel like I'm just bragging, and, like, a lot of people did have a terrible, like, time, but, like, it wasn't the worst. Family is safe, and I had, I had to spend some really nice quality time with my mother-in-law. Which I don't, I don't mind. She's super nice. We're glad you enjoyed everyone else's misery, Shanae. Yeah. I'm the worst. <laughs> I mean, truly. Uh, I read a news report that said that the power went out because Shanae used it all up. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So. I plugged in all of my gaming systems. She was named specifically in that report. <laughs> so. I'm Ekron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But 
Well, I'm glad. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually glad that there was some that there were people who weren't as who weren't affected terribly by this whole thing. Um, How long were you out of power, Ryan? Uh, shit. Uh, I guess steadily out of power. I think it was like Monday. It was when it went out and just stayed off. And it like it came on a couple of times for like thirty seconds and then went back off. Same with me. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and then I kind of, then we kind of just like chilled out. And then um, at one point we went over to my mom's house to because our phones had died and we so and we were out of like water. So uh, we went over to my mom's house because she had power and we charged up our devices and got some supplies from her house and. Um, and then that evening we came back and the power was on. Uh, and so it just kind of, st it stayed on. Didn't, hasn't, it didn't, it never, I would see you to leave. Yeah. So it was a very embarrassed <laughs> to start back out. It was like, Oh no, they can't see me. <laughs> yeah. The water, and then the water, um, the water was still on at that point, And then it, then a pipe burst, uh, a, the, uh, the pipe leading to our apartment burst. And so the water got turned off. Uh, and, right. and it was off for a few days. We did what we had to do during those few days. Um, you know, um, we went and got water from our pool yeah. for our toilets. Yeah. Uh, because I filled up the bathtub, but apparently there's a leak in my bathtub. Yikes. It's not flush. <laughs> and uh, so that was super fun. Um, yeah, and I don't know how, but, like, my water was off, and I still had – I mean, I'm assuming it has to be from the roof, but I still had a leak in my ceiling, and now I have, like, a giant crack in the ceiling of my dining room from it. Yeah, that sucks. Um, I saw this picture of this lady – not her, the lady herself, but the picture of this person's SUV in a uh, parking garage in Galveston, and, like, a pipe burst above her SUV and just, like, encased it in ice – <laughs> oh, I saw that. Where she was like panning around the. Uh, no, that was that, oh, like. Yeah, that was. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that was another person too. I guess like two people had like identical, identically bad luck, which sucks. But, you know, what are you gonna do? But I also bring this up to be like, I did not play a lot of video games the last two weeks. Yeah. I. Uh... <clears throat> because I. Uh, I, and. Uh, most of my teammates and people in my office did not. Uh, I, I just worked a bunch of overtime. So when I wasn't working, I was just tired. And then my mother-in-law like was in the living room. So I'm like, hey, stop watching your movie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play my PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, that's rude. Well, we all had, I mean, my work, we all kind of had the choice of whether to go or not. Yeah. So I had plenty of time to play video games. <laughs> so the choice Tom made is is, yeah. is apparent. I mean, I, I platinum three games this last couple him. weeks. That's pretty good. That's yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, the first one I played was this game called Air. I think it's like Memories of Old or something like that. It's okay. It's an okay. It's not. It's it's good. Yeah. It's good. But like. You can tell they really want to be that game company or Giant Squid, and it doesn't come close to those games, that, you know? Looking at that game, it very much seemed like it was trying to invoke that kind of vibe. Yeah, and it is, and it doesn't do a great job of that, uh, but it's got some entertaining puzzles, so it was fine. 
it's short and you know cheap so yeah. yeah if you can get on sale for like under five bucks do that sure don't pay full price for this game no i wouldn't hey man uh, it's, it's up to us it's our money man we decide how much things are worth right sure so and then speaking of giant squid i finished the pathless and got that platinum that, I, that one got rave is, reviews from tom it's so fucking good. Like, yeah. you know, I knew when I saw it that I would like it, you know? Yeah. But, like, I really fucking love it, man. It's fantastic. Like, I didn't think I would like it as much as I ended up liking it, you know? So, what's, uh, what's the... Give me the elevator pitch of that game. Uh, so, <clears throat> basically, everything is tied to movement for the most part, right? Okay. Like, so you're an archer, but you don't have to aim your shots. Your shots are going to hit their target. Like they're just going to, you have to time your shots. Mm. And in doing so you get like these bursts of speed and stamina. So like you're shooting as you're moving, like it's tied to traversal yeah. in a really neat way. Um, I guess like the closest comparison is something like Nier's Edge, but they're still totally different. Sure. You know, I was watching uh, gameplay of it and it looked, and it kind of reminded me of like, I don't know why. Like, I think it just reminded me of Boundless because like, it does move differently than like most things I've seen. Yeah. Except it's fun to play. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's the yeah, difference. Yeah, that. <laughs> again, again with only, I don't watch videos of Boundless. Yeah. Boundless. But, gorgeous, uh, but, but yeah, and then like it's got like these Zelda-ish puzzles and pretty simple boss chases and battles. So, uh, do you, like, in the game, you just never stop moving? No, you stop. I mean, you don't have to run. I see. But it's a pretty sizable open world, like, and there's no fast like travel. Like, how you move around, though? Yeah. Yeah. You're, like, shooting and running and jumping and shooting, and, like, it's it's just a lot of fun. Like, just... It's like Spider-Man, right? Like, Spider-Man... Well, I think I saw Insomniac Spider-Man like... is just fun to just traverse <clears throat> the world, yeah. you know? And this is very much like that. Uh... But yeah, the puzzles are great. Boss battles like are great. Without shooting. You can. Sorry. Yeah, you can just run or walk. You can't really. Yeah, you can just run and not shoot, as long as you have the stamina for it. Uh, and you can walk and jump and all that shit. But why would you want to do that? You know. But like, it's yeah, it's just really fantastic, really good game. Uh, and then finally, I got my Dirt Five Platinum. Uh, Codemasters released a patch today. And I booted it up. I had like three or four trophies that were bugged before. Booted it up. One of them popped right away. I'm like, okay, awesome. And then the other three are just sitting there. I'm like, well, what the fuck? What about these other guys here? I need these two, you know? Uh, so I tweeted at Codemasters and they're like, okay, well, do me a favor, bud. Go in and finish one race. So <laughs> I went in and I finished one race and then one more popped. Right? So then I was down to, like, two trophies. One of them is for Jim Gymkhana event. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know if you guys know what Jim Gymkhana is. It's with all the stunt driving and shit. Yeah. That was a pain for me to get the first time. Yeah. But I ended up doing it again, and it popped this time. And the other one's for driving 1,000 miles. Mm. Which, like, that one I had no way of knowing if I had got before. Because there's no, like, counter or anything like that, right. you know? Uh, Sinead, is your camera frozen? 
Is that just the face you're making? I'm just gonna... <laughs> I had to. I had to go ahead and screenshot that because. Uh... <laughs> I mean, what am I gonna do? You know, what a what a weird place to freeze. <laughs> I think we. But did. anyway. So, yeah, the last trophy just involved me driving for about five hours today. Yeah. And then it popped. Uh, still love the game. Yeah. Still say if you're playing it on another platform, even PlayStation 4, you're not going to have to worry about those problems. <laughs> PlayStation 5 seems to be the only one with those trophy issues. Yeah. Uh, um, and they seem at least kind of fixed now. So, is that. But... So, after that update rolled out, did the game crash at any point for you i had not had any crashes but i've seen other reports of people having crashes yeah yeah um i've had no problems with it like even when i was playing it before the patch it crashed on me a couple of times yeah but people are talking about it like it's a very regular occurrence so uh yeah this uh this guy in one of my groups he um he posted a screenshot of like like just it was just like a list of all the crashes he's had with that game since the update and yeah uh, it didn't crash for me at all today. Yeah. Like since the update, it's not crashed once for me. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, oh, there it goes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> at least we don't have to look at that disapproving face anymore. I don't know. I was enjoying it. <laughs> uh, man, it, it sucks that we lost Shanae because because um, I, I I had a feeling that she would enjoy uh, my recounting of the experience of one of the games that I played this week. But um, maybe she'll come back. Anyhow, if you're on PS5 looking for something to play, don't skip the Pathless. Yeah. And if you like racing games, play that. Uh, you know, there's no shortage of PS4 games to play on your PS5. But if you're looking for PS5 games, like, those are two good games I think a lot of people are not playing. Yeah. Uh, Hi there. Welcome back. Um, I just, I need you to know something. Um. I'm fired. You're not. It's just the face you were making is going to have to be. Yeah, it paused on your face for a good while. It's going to have to be the thumbnail of this week's episode. Like, like several <laughs> several minutes you were making this funny face. It was just. It, like, it took me a while, and I, and I actually I actually said, today, are you frozen, or are you just making that face? <laughs> uh, so, I got uh, it. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah, I... I, I don't know what was up. I uh, I had my phone connected to one charging port because I didn't realize how dead it was, and I'm using it to record. And when I started the podcast, it said green. It was charging. I guess it stopped at some point, and so my phone just died. Night, but uh, I'm back now. Welcome back, Cotter. Um, I really want to know what that face is. You'll see it. <laughs> You'll see it soon enough. Like if I if I if if by the end of the tonight's recording, if I can just keep it in mind to make sure that I paste it somewhere, then uh, you'll have it. Um, I don't know if y'all talked about it, but did either of you get to catch anything from Nintendo Direct? Yeah, I watched the majority of it. You know what <clears> sucks <throat> is like between the Nintendo Direct we got and the BlizzCon we got, I feel like people are talking a lot of shit, and like I thought both were pretty great. So what's the problem? When I look at the lineup for the Nintendo Direct afterwards, like I saw a bunch of like in infographs of people talking yeah. about all the games that were mentioned and like their yeah. time frames. I was like, 
I'm pretty excited for a lot of these. Like, I'm yeah, not, no, like, oh, I'm, I mean, people I People are pissed about Skyward Sword. They're, well, okay, so everyone was like, well, why couldn't it have been Twilight Princess or Ocarina? Skyward Sword is the only 3D Zelda game that has yet to have a remaster. Yeah. That's why it's Skyward Sword. Not to mention, like, Skyward Sword kind of has, like, the opposite of Wind Waker, where, like, when Wind Waker came out, no one liked it, and now everyone loves it. And when Skyward Sword came out, it got, like, perfect fucking scores, and now everyone shits on it. So, that this is another one. I don't know if shits on it, but, like, I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Like, yeah. I, and, I don't know, I feel like there's, like, there's a lot of, like, like, a... Twilight Princess, yeah, same console, but we have plenty of time for it to come out. Just because this one was remade doesn't mean the other one's like... Right, and well, we just got Twilight Princess remaster, you know? Yeah. Like, so this literally is, every 3D Zelda except for Skyward Sword. This That's is, why this, they did Skyward Sword. This is another one of those times where I don't know why... Because, well, one, I've never played Skyward Sword, right? Yeah. But, but even if I had, I would... I guess I would, as one of those times where I'd be like, I don't know what's bad about this game. I don't know why people hate it. I'm assuming people are bitching about the motion controls. Because, okay. like, at the time, like I said, if you look up Skyward Sword reviews, I'm pretty sure it got a perfect IGN score. Like, shit like that. It, it did very well. Right. Nowadays, but... people hate it. I think it was mostly because of motion controls, mm. which are still here, but you don't have to use them anymore, which is nice. Yeah. I don't know. But even in, like, I played a couple RPGs that, like, on the Wii that utilized the motion controls, and I never felt like they were that bad. Like, yeah, it's a little gimmicky, but, like... To be fair, what? the motion controls of Skyward Sword were a little heavy-handed. Oh. But, like, it wasn't terrible, and people fucking loved it when it came out. Like I said, it's, it's opposite Wind Waker, man. People just... I don't know. It's like, uh, I same thing like with the, the... BlizzCon thing, right? Like... Yeah, we didn't see too much of Diablo 4, but we saw some, and, like, I'm psyched for Diablo 2. Yeah, Diablo like, 2 was great. That's awesome. Yeah, if I, 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 can play Diablo, I can play Diablo 2 again, that's fine. Yeah. That's great, you know? I'm, and I'm I thought the single-player Overwatch stuff looked cool. Yeah. I thought the uh, Splatoon 3, man, I'm psyched for, psyched for that, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. You People need, just need want... more splats. People want what they want, and I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Overwatch in the last uh, four and a half years has gone further and further and further into this, like, hardcore esports territory, and now it's like people are, like, super particular about Overwatch, and I just, you know, people, I think that there's there's room for, for you know, people to take it seriously in that, in that super competitive sense. And people who want to just enjoy those characters in a, in a single-player context. I, mean, I think there's room for both well, of them. Well, there's the thing, right? The single-player doesn't take away from the multiplayer. Exactly. Exactly. You know? It's still uh, there. Yeah. And, you know, as far as the the whole Diablo 2 thing, because Ryan and I heard other people ask what you asked. Yeah. Does this not take away from, um, from Diablo 4 development? Well, that's not, No, it's, that's, it's Vicarious Visions. That's, that's not... You know? that's not that's not what really what I asked. What what I guess like my whole thing was like, uh, like I I don't think that they are subtracting from uh, Diablo 4's development. Uh, I guess that I was more curious as to why like if they have these extra resources, uh, mm -hmm. why not supplement the existing dev team to make sure that Diablo 4 is you know as good as it possibly can be. 
Because that's not what Vicarious Visions does anymore. Yeah. You know, Vicarious Visions does this. Yeah. You know? They do Tony Hawk and Crash Bandicoot and now Diablo. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. But, I don't, but most people really aren't looking at the developers or producers or companies. They're just looking at titles. Yeah. So they assume that because it's the same title, yeah. that it meet that it meet or like the same franchise i should say like that's not how it works you don't have just uh these people only do this game and all Dude. iterations of it ninja gaiden fucking collection coming out like ah i don't know to me it was like mini fucking e3 i was excited oh uh did you hear about uh itagaki's uh fucking new studio Mm-mm. Mm-mm. uh yeah apparently like he's been like after after like uh his like forever long hiatus like he's apparently spent the last few years like teaching game dev to people and now he's like wanting to make now he's like making games again uh so looking forward to more aerosmith at the beginning of video games now sure uh, really felt like it's been missing in the community recently um is aerosmith starting games um Every dead or alive I, game. <laughs> yeah, I also Crazy. like. I mean, the direct also made me like side eye again, possibly buying Bravely Default two. Like, what? well, because it looks funny. No, I was, as as in like as in like I funny? want to get it on the switch. Oh, okay, okay. As in like, I do that buy fucking you. Project Triangle strategy. Oh yeah, that looks so fucking rad. I watched someone. I watched someone playing it the other day. Yeah, um, it looks like Final Fantasy Tactics, man. Yeah, yeah I watched someone yeah. playing it the other day, and it looks really cool. Um. Uh, so I'm 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 anxious to to spend some time with it when it does come out. But Mario Golf. Oh yeah! You hell know? yeah! Hell yeah! Mario Golf. I don't know. I think they were both pretty great. Well, I guess I'm just wondering, like, what is it that people wanted out of, out of the direct? Well, out of Nintendo, they wanted Metroid and Breath of the Wild too. Okay. You know. Um. Well, I mean, look, I I feel like you will those those are things that you will hear more about eventually, but why not in the meantime, Mario Golf? Yeah. You know. That's what I'm saying. Mario Golf is great, you know, and uh, I'm actually. I'm actually uh, looking forward to playing that because I don't think I've – I actually haven't played Mario Golf in, I guess, like 15 years now. Uh, no, didn't you play the 3DS one with me? I don't feel like I did. No? Mm-mm. Awesome. I think the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons look super good. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, and then – Not for me, but they're cool. And then that the normal... switch, That Switch, the fucking Splatoon Switch, though, man. That's so fucking rad, because, like, so they did the Mario Switch, right? The yeah. red one? Yeah. Where it's, like, the first time where a special edition Switch was not black, yeah. right? That Switch itself is red. But now the Splatoon 3 one is yellow. Like, oh, man, that's so cool. Was the Animal Crossing one black? Yeah, it's black. The Joy-Cons are different colors. I see. The console itself is still black. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, my favorite game, Metopia. Come into Switch. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> Fuck you, Mitomo. It's all about Metopia. Um, and then uh, the Legend of Mana remaster. Yeah. Uh, Tales for the Borderlands coming. Uh, Best Borderlands game, hands down. 
Oh, the World's In Club, which is like the Zero's Escape games we talked about. Like, um, that's been on uh, it, because like Zero Escape was always known as the nonary games. Well, yeah. So is it in that same vein? Like, is it part of that? Like, I don't think it's like a part of that because I think it's like a, I think it's a new like. But it also makes sense because like. The world ends with you is one of their things. I don't really know. That's different. Yeah, like I don't know. So the nonary games are like nine 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 and stuff. Well, like I know. That. Oh, world's end with you is an RPG. Yeah, well nine nine nine, and then uh, well they nine nine still related to world ends with you. It was, no, world ends with you no. is Square Enix because that's yeah. why it's in Kingdom Hearts. Duh. Yeah. Um, some fan you are, Sinead. Yeah, the worst. I eventually got there. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that looks... I remember seeing that. That looks good. Um, and then... Yeah, it's good, have... man. Because it's not just coming to Switch. It's coming to fucking PS5. Which means Ninja Gaiden with, like, probably over 100 FPS. It's going to be great. I, so as but I just had to make sure that I got that image saved of Shanae's face. It was like bothering me, <laughs> and I was like worried that's like something was gonna happen. I would lose it. It's like when you misplace your valuables, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but this week though, Tom, you wanted to talk about. Oh, we're not gonna talk about the games I was playing. That's cool. Oh, I'm sorry. I I was gone for a little <laughs> bit. I didn't know we touched upon that. Um, hey Ryan, what did you play this week? Or the last two weeks? Uh, glad you asked, Shinables. Sudoku? Uh, I didn't actually play any Sudoku, because <laughs> fuck that game. But uh, So I've actually played quite a bit. Uh, one of the things that I played, Tom, is Dirt 5. And uh, I can't hear you. Did you get the platinum? No, I didn't get the platinum. I only, I didn't play a whole lot of it. Um, I did a few races. Um, you hear that Troy Baker-Nolan North combo? Yeah, I am not into that, but... <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I just... Uh, well, that's to be... Like, well, up until this point, it's always been Travis Pastrana and some other dude, and I guess I'm just over it at this point. Uh, and then... But the game itself, very, very fun. Uh, I have, I'm having a lot of... Like, it actually... It was like... It's not... I don't know. I think like when I was driving and like especially like a lot of like the really like the like the really dirty muddy off-road courses I was like I my mind kept drifting back to Motorstorm and it was like man well, really... it's the same devs basically. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, and I'm just like man this is this isn't this isn't filling the void that Motorstorm left but it's it's helping me a little bit. It's the closest thing right now though, right? Like even more so than Onrush. Yeah. Uh, because Onrush, while I liked Onrush a lot, and I played a good bit of it, like, it's all competitive, yeah. you know? It's racing Overwatch. That's yeah. what that game is. And if you just want, like, a regular fucking racing game, I feel like this is your clo- the closest you're going to get to yeah. Motorstorm. Uh, I bought recently, like, some fucking ATV Supercross dune buggy game. Yeah, I was looking at and that. And it fucking blows. Does it? it? Okay, so thank bad. you for saving yeah. me the money, because I was, I was actually yeah. looking at that. I'm glad, like I'm glad that your disappointment you know? saved me disappointment. <laughs> yeah, it's on sale for like three bucks. So, yeah. so I was like, fuck it, I'll roll the dice. But no, it's real bad. Yeah. Um, 
so I had a I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it so I I tried it in both uh, uh, resolution and performance mode just to mm-hmm. just to test it, and I I kind of I I kind of stayed with performance mode on that just for the fact that like it's a I don't know for, as for a racing game that's kind of where I want it. Um, sure. But yeah, I've, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm I'm probably gonna put more time into it. I like the customization options, like they're like as far as like the way you're painting your car and everything. Uh, oh yeah, they're all like it's got like a lot of really fun decals and stuff that you can put on your car, and I, I really like it. Um, I also uh, I think last month or the month before, we got the first Hitman as um, as a PS Plus game. And I actually finally put some actual time into that game this week, and um, I was excited to I was excited to uh, to talk about this game this week because I thought that this is something that Shanae specifically would be into. Uh, and I'd like if I'd like <sighs> I, I would like to recount one of the missions. Is this going to make fun of me, or is this going to be a genuine thing that you think I might like? I guess you'll have to find out, but. Uh, so it's not, I'm not making fun of you, Shanae. Little column A, little column. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what your interpretation is of make fun of Shanae is. Uh, so uh, one of the staples. You're gonna make me cry. One of the staples yes. of the of the Hitman games has always been, you know, using different disguises to like kind of blend in and get closer to the target and everything. Uh, so after the training missions, like your first actual mission is. Uh, you're going to this um, this high profile uh, modeling show. The fashion show, yeah. To to five fashion show. I don't know why I said modeling show. A yeah. high profile fashion show. Man, that one was fun. I forgot to, about to assassinate that one. these two targets, right? It's a it's the a power couple, if you will. And mm-hmm. so um, so you're basically you're you assassinate one and then you assassinate the other. So with with the husband. Uh, Wait, did you walk down the runway? Could you let me get to it? okay okay sorry sorry anyway so with the husband it was very it was very it was pretty standard you know i i disguised myself as as a member of the of the of the bar staff and uh found out what his favorite drink uh what his favorite drink was and then poisoned Mm -hmm. it I, i made the drink and then i poisoned it which what's funny is something happened a couple of times with these attempts where i had to keep reloading the save uh, to go back to the beginning, but <laughs> the la- the on my on the actual successful run was I made the I made the um, I made the drink, but the 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 guy the the husband he'd fin- he was he was ahead of schedule on his loop, and like so I made the drink and like right as I was finishing making the drink he was walking up to the bar and I literally poisoned the drink like right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Like he, like I pull out this like this 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 large tube of rat poison, and I look around, and like right in front of him, I pour the rat poison into the into the it's drink. It's got like fucking skulls on it. <laughs> I pour the rat poison like right it's for flavor into the drink, and then he, he like and it's funny because he's like he's literally watching me do this, and then he stands there for a second, and I'm like, is he just not gonna? And then for a second, I was like, he's not gonna drink the drink because he saw me do it. But he like he picks up the drink and immediately yeah, it's not that intuitive. <laughs> he immediately picks up the drink and he 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 gulps it down. Down, and then like a second later he's like i don't feel so good <laughs> and then so um and then so I wonder what it is bud 
And so he he goes off to uh, the nearest bathroom with his bodyguard, and I leave my post at the bar, and I'm like following them. The guard, the bodyguard stands guard outside the bathroom, and I just walk right into the bathroom after the guy, like as he's barfing in the toilet. And then, like, I start from the toilet, I, like, grab the back of his head, and, like, I drown him in the toilet. And then, like, I put him in a conveniently placed nearby closet. And then I just walk, uh. and then I just walk back out of the bathroom and no one says anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, as Tom alluded earlier. That's a good disguise. Tom alluded earlier. So, the funny thing about, about 47 is that, like, he... As far as disguising himself, he doesn't go past. He doesn't go any farther than putting on that person's clothes. He doesn't change his voice. He doesn't change his mannerisms. But he's still. He doesn't put a wig on. But he still passes as whoever he wants to be, and it's the funniest thing. And like, uh, so there's this there's this model that's going to be at the fashion show. This like very well known model. And oh man. And like and 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 fortunately. Do you impersonate the model? So like the model apparently looks very much like forty seven. And, like, to the point where, like, you're walking by and these two people are like, hey, he looks like that guy looks just like the model. And so um, so I find the model. He's outside of his private helicopter, like, getting his picture taken. Does he look just like him? Close enough, at least. Like, they're both bald white guys. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> and, like... Uh, Good enough for me. So, um... So after the model is getting photographed, he, like, he goes off into this garden to, like, take a phone call. And then, like, I sneak up behind him and I knock him out. And I take his clothes and then, like, and his phone, and I call the lady that I'm supposed to kill. And I'm like, hey, so when do you want to meet up? And, like, and, like she knows what this guy's voice sounds like. But Agent 47 is like, hi, <laughs> when would you like to meet up? But it says his name on the call. Sure. So why would you think any sure. different? The power yeah. of suggestion, if you will. <laughs> and so, like, she was like, he was like, should I come up now? And she's like, no, you have to do the, you have to do the show first, and then come up and meet me after. And so I go to the, to the, to the, to the dressing area, and I sit down in the makeup chair as this guy. And keep in mind that Agent Forty Seven ha- is like, he has this giant barcode on the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like no one notices it and so like i sit in the nah. chair another bald white dude i, I wouldn't notice i sit in the chair they don't give a shit about their job enough they have a lot of people that they got to do makeup and stuff too they don't give a shit i sit in the chair and like the guy puts the makeup on me and like it's this very like weird like strange makeup that i'm that i'm supposed to be wearing and so afterwards i go to the runway and i do the act i like agent 47 actually walks down the catwalk and like it's not even he doesn't just do it he didn't just walk down the catwalk he stops at the end and does that like that model that model look oh, yeah. that, that like that like he does the lead and then he like does the look the quick look and then he turns and it's like it, i fucking lost it because it's like this is so ridiculous no it's great it's it's but like the game it's just so like it's so fun the like the different things that like the different ways that 47 can like just assume anybody's identity and like you have so much freedom as to how you go about your objectives but i did the i did the i did the catwalk thing you put the clothes on it's good enough and uh <laughs> i did the catwalk thing and i go upstairs to the lady and talk to a lady and like she's talking to me about someone else that i'm supposed to be scamming and then, like, she gets a phone call, and, like, she turns her back to me, and I choke her out. And then the icing on the cake <laughs> for me was that after I killed her and stuffed her in yet another conveniently placed closet, <laughs> uh, I walk downstairs, 
to the to the person that I'm impersonating his private helicopter and just let me on the helicopter and I leave and that's the end of the level. <laughs> it was so fucking great. That game is awesome. You ever, you <laughs> are you just like, I, is the next level you're just still that model at that model's house? Just <laughs> You guys ever like uh, read or used to watch The Max? I watched it on MTV Oddities. Yeah, you remember the Izzes, the little yeah. black fellas? Yeah. So maybe Agent 47's like that, because like with those guys, any clothes they put on, that's what people see them as. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just, yeah. and like, I. So there was a lot of a lot of what a lot of, with for me a lot of that like by thinking about that game was like is this game supposed to be funny or does it just happen to be funny? But then I got to the point I was like, there's no way that <laughs> there are definitely things that are supposed to be funny because there are some funny ways you can kill people. Well, like so here's what helped me decide that that game is supposed to be funny. I was thinking back to when that was the newest game in the series, and then they were they were actively doing the elusive targets. Yeah, and I was thinking about the 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 time when we were supposed to vote on Gary Busey or Gary Cole as the next elusive target, and then Gary Busey won. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, if I'm killing <laughs> Gary Busey in a game, so this has got to be this is this got to be for comedy. Um, yeah, it's a great game. Like that game is very fun. The game is hilarious. Uh, I'm having incredible a, levels. Yeah, I'm having like, really these cool levels, levels. These levels are huge and like they're so detailed and like there's all this stuff that people are like the NPCs like are all doing these different things like seemingly in concert with each other, and it's just very intricate and gives you like a really good feeling of like I could just do I can do this mission in any way that I can think of, and it's just it's it's really fun to kind of like experiment and see you know what you can actually get away with. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, got into this the Hitman series. As far as like, I knew what it was. I'd seen it like around. I'd seen like obviously the cover art for it and stuff. Yeah. But uh, like whenever I watch the like, videos and stuff, I would just like see it only really pop up into like conversations where like people use it as example that video games are misogynistic. Which there's a lot of reasons that video games are misogynistic. Uh, Hitman, I don't think is like necessarily the best example. Uh, yeah. I don't, I've never played it. I don't know that. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, just because there's a strip club in there, doesn't mean. I mean, look. Um, strip clubs exist, man. All right. So. But uh, <laughs> I would, to my knowledge, but to my knowledge, of that game. Um. Sex work I is mean, work, you know. It doesn't seem like there's any more. It doesn't seem like there's any more like derogatory or violent murders towards like like sex workers or women in general and hitman than men it seems like you kind of equal opportunity murder with that shit i think i think uh, agent 47 doesn't seem to have he doesn't he doesn't seem to care about any he has no qualms about killing anybody he doesn't care if they're a man (laughs) he doesn't care if they're a woman he doesn't care if they're somewhere in between he doesn't care if he's if someone tells him to kill somebody he's just gonna do it he's gonna kill him he's gonna kill him he doesn't care so uh, I want them to do a level, like, a hitman level in a grocery store, oh, and at man. some point you have to scan his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, but, uh, it's just funny because like but, he, no matter what his disguise is, he's like if it's a job that he's supposed to be doing, he's just good yeah. at that job. He just yeah. knows how to do it. It's so, it's so funny. Um, I mean, he put the clothes on. It's half the battle right yeah. there. Like it, I, I don't know what else like you want from him. Yeah. It's just like it's enough. Hitman, uh, Hitman is like but, Kirby, except he doesn't have to eat you to get your powers. 
He just needs your he needs, your he needs your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> but I didn't realize uh, like there's like such variants in ways that you can play because like on that guy that you murdered that you like poisoned, yeah. would you have killed him a different way? Yeah, so many different. Ways. Yeah, there are different ways, and like the cool thing about it. So that's what I didn't know. I thought there was like generally like you just shoot the guy, or you could do nah, a couple things. It's like I, here's I, the level, and the level is a fucking playground. Yeah, and you got to kill these people. But there's a fuck ton of different ways you can do it. So, and like, like what you so want. So, even more. So, yeah, it just kind of reminds me of like what. So, it sounds like what Assassin's Creed wanted to be like. Uh, so, and like your, your, <laughs> your goal is always trying to like. You only ever want to kill the people that you're there to kill. You don't want to kill anybody else. And in, and also doing so, you want to. Well, I'm not getting paid for that. Yeah. And you, you want to. But you only want to. You want to kill them in a way that. Is I that that can either look accidental or is, and at the very least is out of eyesight of anyone else. Um, Discreet. And, yeah, so that's where you get the highest rating. But like at the same time, there are ways where you can there. So for example, I poison the guy and then drown him in the toilet. Right. What I could have also done is at some point he goes onto the catwalk to like make a speech to everybody to like thank them for being there. There is a. Uh, there are some rafters above the catwalk uh, where you can like you can um, you can break some kind of this winch that's up there, and then it'll drop. Think about the upper this shit. Yeah, and like you can just drop, a, <laughs> you can just drop a chandelier on him and kill him that way. But uh, so like the IO games, especially with the IO games, right? Uh, and it's, I think a couple of the older ones do it as well. It's like here's a level, and like. There's a bunch of ways to kill them, but, like, they'll give you, like, this list of challenges. Yeah. You know? Uh, so there's a lot of replayability there. And I'm ex- I'm excited. Hey. Like, after playing this and um, spending time with it, I'm, like, really excited to see what they do with that Bond game they're making. Um, that cause I, I feel like that's going to be really, really dope if, like, Hitman is any um, indication. Um, also, I finally... Bought my own copy of Breath of the Wild, which is uh, nice. which is so I I was at the point where I was afraid to play my PlayStation because I didn't know if the power was going to go back out while I was playing it. Uh, yeah. So I I ended up spending a lot more time playing on the Switch. So I played Breath of the Wild. Um, that game is great. I've been hearing a lot of people. I've been hearing like a lot of people lately talk about how much they don't like that game because it's apparently not a true Zelda game. I don't know enough about the Legend of Zelda to know what that means. Um, There's a lot of absences. I see. Uh, all I know is that still, game. That it's game still is a Zelda fun. game, so. Yeah, all I know is that is that game is a lot of fun to play, um, and I, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, also, uh, I'm not going to really get too much into the other games that I've been playing. I just want to say that um, uh Dan returned to Street Fighter Five today, or to return to Street Fighter and Street Fighter Five today, and I got to, I got to, you know, I labbed with him for a little bit, and then I did, a, I did a couple matches online before the show, and he is a lot of fun to play. He is like, I'm having a great time with him. Um, I've, he's always, he's always been a character that that I liked. I've never been able to decide if I like him ironically or not, but I think I like his person. I've always liked his personality. I like that he's all about defending the honor of his dojo and making his papa proud. Uh, and it's just thank you, dojo. Yeah, he's he's a he's um his uh his move set is his is immediately clicked with me uh, today, and I've I 
I feel like I'm I feel like I'm gonna really enjoy playing as him. Um, <clears throat> I played as I uh, and then also uh, Eleven uh, came to uh, Street Fighter as well. And um, today, yeah, uh, him. I him, know and, that him and Dan uh, dropped today, and uh, I. I, was I thought like, you were saying Eleven from Stranger Things. I was like, okay. Yeah, they put that little kid in there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Just, all right, Street Fighter. I was gonna go with it. I was like, well, look, man. Uh, Ryu has if Tekken can put Negan. You know? Yeah, if Tekken, like, why, why not? All bets are off, right? I just, I think that like people are gonna have some qualms about these muscular, full-grown men uh, punching a little girl in the face, regardless of her whether or not she has telekinetic powers. Uh, but... I mean, you never know. People, people choose random things to be mad about. Then, I, then again, <laughs> then again, I did see this uh, this GIF a while back making the rounds of um of joel from the last of us um uh beating up uh ellie from from the first the last of us for like as she appeared in the first the last of us game like they they switched her, they switched her character model out what were you where did you find this and what were you looking for ryan should we be concerned should we be concerned <laughs> but uh <laughs> but no like i like what, what i'm saying is that like I think, at one hand, I think that people would have qualms with beating up uh, a, a preteen child in a video game, and then I remembered that people seem to be completely unbothered by uh, by someone switching out uh, an enemy character model, The Last of Us, with Ellie's character model, and like getting a laugh out of that. So, uh, so I guess there's kind of all bets are off with that shit. But, um, but yeah, I think that real fast. I think that honestly, Tom, I know, I know, I know what Dan's history is, but as he is now, he's legit fun and he feels, he feels really good to play. And I'm looking for, I mean, I think, I think he's always been fun, but yeah. he's been fun because he's been a challenge. He doesn't, you know? he does like, not. If but, they made him good. I, I don't like that. I, I know that you, I, and as I said before, Tom, I know that you're, I know that. I know how you feel about that sort of thing, and they don't, you don't. He's got he's got a history of being a joke, and I get that, but I don't have a problem with him with them making him with them making him good. And also, a uh, uh, Ryu got quite the buff as well, so um, people seem to like him now. But yeah, so that's that's basically what I've been playing this week. I did forget to mention. One thing I've been playing, and also what I did, I, at least I don't think I did, did I, um, this is going to be terrible for our listeners, but I modded out my Game Boy before oh, this yeah, yeah. happened. Uh, yeah, cool. So you were talking to us a little bit about that. I can't remember. You said <clears> you got that screen, that, uh, that screen backlit, right? Yeah, so it's backlit, and then also, um, so my, so my friend Sean, who, like, purchased this for me as the birthday gift uh he came over with a soldering iron so i got to use that a soldering iron for the first time outside of like a middle school class yeah. but yeah no it's back it obviously it's not very far like anybody but um if i hit select and then like do the bumpers i can do the brightness oh that's cool so uh yeah that you can see if you go to if you go to youtube.com forward slash save continue podcast, you can see what Shanae's talking about. Um, but yeah, so it's been like super nice. I've been playing Golden Sun again. Um, and it's like all pretty. 
And so this was like pretty fun. And also it came with a rechargeable battery at the USB oh, USB C nice. port. So uh so not only does that happen, it's like it's just a whole lot nicer. Sure. And it's been making me like revisit my old games. And I realized that <clears throat> I still have not been able to find my Pokemon Blue. And I actually was recently a couple days ago talking to a friend of the podcast, uh Salvador Tank Rodriguez from uh the Tank Rodriguez show, and he's been really getting into buying video games and consoles yeah uh, he, I feel like that's, collection. he was mitch he had mentioned i think like the first time we met him he was kind of talking about doing that and i've been seeing him post like all these different like all these different purchases that he's made so he seems pretty excited about it um he's basically gamestop status now like he has more games than them he just has less funko pops sure uh <laughs> that's that's a good thing yeah yeah, he was showing me like all of his shelves and stuff. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, before this pandemic, you had like four games. Sure. I mean, what else are you gotta do, you know? Uh, so yeah, it seems like he's been having a lot of fun with that. Um, but yeah, I know it's been. Uh, but he's also been repairing, buying broken consoles and repairing and selling them. So uh, he was showing me his like setup. I was like, oh, man, it's a lot more common than I thought it was. Like now that I did this one first mod. I, I've been finding out how, like, how many coworkers do it, and it's been really exciting. Yeah. You're a GBA mod modder now? No, I just did my first mod. Okay. So, um, you know, and I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Sean saw me blow some gaskets, as <laughs> Sinead does. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, cool. But it's been pretty exciting for me. I'm happy for you, Sinead. Yeah, so uh, now, Tom, what I thought you wanted to talk about is uh, things in the video game industry that people think are good, but are actually just bad. Yeah, so uh, what was it, a few weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, you guys remember the day that Microsoft raised the uh, yeah. <laughs> the game the game pass at $120 price? A year. And then From three dollars. Promptly dropped it back down. We after, heard you. After people raked them over the coals. Yeah, we've heard you. Uh, so it got me thinking about Game Pass. And like you know, we've said on this show and so many people in in games journalism talk about like what a good thing Game Pass is and all the consumer friendly things that Microsoft does. But like I started thinking about it, I'm like, really is it that good? You know, and like I really kind of don't think it is that great. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's actually for a dollar a month. Yes. I actually think it's bad. I want to tell you why I think it's bad, and it's bad, in my opinion, to the retailer, the consumer, the developer, and in fact to Microsoft themselves. Uh, so yeah, let's let's start with that. Uh, Xbox Game Pass has not been profitable yet. Are you aware of this? They have not made a profit off of Game Pass yet. That's not surprising. I mean, yeah. most streaming services, whether it's games or movie or like TV shows or any of that, they don't make any money for like the first 10 years. You're correct. And this is actually where Netflix comes in. It kind of made me think about Netflix quite a bit. Netflix, Netflix took 15 years to make it their first profit. Right. So Netflix didn't used to do their own original content. Okay, Netflix used to license out shows, and they still do license out a lot of shows and movies, right? Uh, the Office yep. and crap like that. <clears throat> uh, but once 
though the people that own those licenses, once the companies that own those licenses realize, well, we could just do our own fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, and make more money that way. Netflix had to start making their own content. Yeah. And I think that Xbox Game Pass will eventually lead to them making their own, not first party content, but content that's exclusive to Game Pass. Um, it's logical, right? It's the yeah. next thing that's likely for them to do, especially if we just told them you can't raise the price. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, you know, in doing that, they've got the choice of what to develop, right? If they develop a game that's some rich single player or even rich multiplayer experience, that gets you to subscribe for a month, maybe for two or three months, right? Whereas if they just, they develop more games as a service, that gets you to, to, to subscribe for longer. So I think that's what you'll see with their specific games. Um, there's no way of knowing that, right? But if it's not profitable right now, it's not sustainable <clears throat> as is. It's something that they will have to work on. Um, I mean... Just to play devil's advocate on that one point, like, that doesn't make it bad right now, though. It just has the possibility of being bad. Oh, I'll tell you plenty of reasons why it is bad, Sinead. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying on that one, I did say on that one point. Right. Because, like, it's not even just, I mean, there's also, like, a reason why even before Netflix started making their own original content, they would only wait till the entire season of a show came out and put it out there. It wasn't just for viewers' experience. It was because that's significantly cheaper than making a contract with the network to get regular episodes. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, that information comes from Aaron Greenberg, right? So this is like official Xbox people. Phil Spencer tweeted out when Control was first coming out that Control was going to be on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Remedy never intended for Control to be on Game Pass. It was never on Game Pass, but because Phil Spencer tweets this out, Remedy sees a huge decline in pre-order sales because people are like, why would I pre-order it when I'm going to get to play it over here for free? Right. Okay. Fair. Uh, I think that kind of sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Not to mention, if you are a developer and you do agree to have your game on Game Pass, much like these television networks, NBC, ABC, Fox, whatever, uh, you are not getting paid that full price of that game for your, your game to be on that service. So that leads to one of two things. Are these companies doing it themselves, which we've already started to see, right? EA, Ubisoft, Epic, all these places are doing it themselves now, right? It's the equivalent of Peacock. It's the video game equivalent to Peacock, right? Uh, you know, wouldn't you rather do that? Or, or, just not launch your game on Game Pass as a new game. Wait till it's sold and then put it on Game Pass. Yeah. With it being um, a subscription service the way it is, this also does open up the possibilities of doing something similar to like a pay-per-view event or how Disney Plus is doing those like premium releases where you get to play the game or get to watch the movie like at the launch date that would have been in theaters, but then like three, four months later, everybody gets it. Sure. So you can get like that early access. I mean... That would make it more enticing for developers if they did do something like that and if they're going to be on Game Pass. Right. And who's to say, right? Like, we we, we don't know what they're going to do with all that shit. But uh, one thing that's just a fact, though, right? And this is my last 
point, probably my biggest point on this, is that if you are an Xbox gamer who likes to play Xbox games, Xbox consoles are currently the worst place for you to play those games. Because if you have Xbox Game Pass, right? And you paid Microsoft for their new shiny fucking machine, right? You paid them that money. You still have to play pay for gold. Yeah. Whereas if you play on PC or you pay through xCloud on your fucking tablet or whatever, you just have to pay for the Game Pass. You don't got to pay for gold. Yeah. So why are they fucking the people that fucking support them the most, you know? Sure. Like, I don't Because they don't give a fuck about their hardware. We've talked about it before. GameStop. Or GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Shanae's uh, Xbox. <laughs> I, I don't know. Their hardware is all they have. They don't have any. Yes, they've got fucking Excel. But is it for in the game space? Their hardware is all they fucking have right now. But they've, yeah. they've obviously know? made it very apparent. They don't give a shit about their hardware. Why yeah. they've made that decision, I don't know. I just, they've made it very apparent. They don't give a fuck. And then for retail, obviously it's bad for retail. Uh, digital in general is bad for retail, right? But like, it, you know, like it literally hurts everybody that it touches. And it's, I just, I don't know. Like I used I said to think, like, consumers. I used to. It hurts consumers too. It hurts their. It hurts their consumers that spend the most. If you're a casual Xbox consumer, sure you benefit from it. But if you're some diehard fucking Xbox fan who bought their console day one, you hurt the most from it. You know. True, but if and you're like, like a PC player who's like, yeah, right. like tired of sure. tired of your stream library, you know. But it's just that... like you know. I don't know. I used to. Th I used to think winner. Xbox Game Pass was like the best fucking thing, and the more I looked into it, I was like, "This is really not good. It's really not, you know." Unless, yeah, unless, like Sunay said, you just happen to be a PC gamer who wants to play some Xbox games, then it's good for you, yeah, and no one else, uh, not even Xbox. You know? you know, I mean, not unless they change the structure of it. Which, yeah, which like, I'm sure they will. Yeah. But as it stands now, you know. I, I think that for me, the most interesting thing that came out of um, uh, that came out of Xbox initially saying that um, that they were going to do that, you know, one hundred twenty dollars a year thing. And then when they walked it back, I think. After that happened, I saw, you know, kind of a um, what's the word, um, I guess, a revival for lack of a better word, of the conversation about um, about the idea of paying uh, for online access on these consoles. Because, um, like, I think that, like, at the turn of the century, it, like, it made, I feel like it made more sense, uh, especially when we're talking about, because, like, when you talk, when you think about, like, with, uh, when you think about the way that PlayStation was doing it, which is where um, PlayStation at the time PlayStation wasn't charging, but like these companies were like hosting their own, like hosting their own servers and everything was like, everything was kept separately. Like every game, like, like every, the service of every game was like kept like, you know, uh, kept separately, like, like SOCOM and, you know, Resident Evil uh, Outbreak were like, like their own separate services. Right. Right. Uh, whereas uh, Microsoft, when they rolled out Xbox Live, was like, "Hey, we have this whole infrastructure that we're using, and uh, you know, we can, you know, we have servers that you can host the online component 
of your game. Yeah. But now, um, in the last almost 20 years, like the last 18 years, like people like developers and publishers, like they host their own games. Now they, they have their own, they're like hosting their own servers. Sure. And for the, the most part, you're right. I mean, here's the thing though, right? Like any of these companies, once they realize that you will pay for something, yeah, they're not going to be like, okay, here, here it is for free. Sure. Until, until they have to, right. right. Until there's a, a reason well, that, for that, them to do that, so. That was just like with the hundred twenty dollars thing. And it's just like, well, like if no one says anything, Right. Then, we'll get, then we've then like people are going to be paying one hundred twenty dollars a month, right? But like obviously people immediately were like, "What the fuck?" And but then... there's even differences there though, right? Like with with uh, PlayStation Network, if a game's free to play, I don't have to have Plus right to play online. Right. With Xbox Live, I do. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And it, that's well, that's the thing, and that and as always, you know, uh, that was that was one of the conversations. For a long time, uh, when it came to um, when it came to playing online on on computer versus playing on a console, is just the idea that you're paying for you're paying for the online service with your console, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, I think of like I think all the time about like not all the time, but like normally around the time when like I was like maybe playing, let's say an MMO, right? That is available on console. Like I'm playing, I'm playing. DC Universe. DC Universe, I guess. Or or I guess more uh more to my personal experience, like Final Fantasy 14, right? And I'm paying the subscription for Final Fantasy 14. I'm paying the subscription for PlayStation Plus uh so I can play Final Fantasy 14. And um whereas, you know, I do it I do it elsewhere. You know, I can like I do it on computer, and I'm only paying the subscription for Final Fantasy 14, and obviously my internet bill. But um, you know, I'm not paying I'm not paying a middleman to let me access that game, right? Right. Um, and I think that was one, of, and that was what was interesting to me about the whole about the whole thing that happened with Microsoft is just like this the whole thing with paying these these premiums for it, and then with, then you talk about then I then you talk about um, about Game Pass. And like, yeah, on paper, that sounds like a, that sounds like a hell of a fucking deal. Right. Like, especially when you're running, when they're running these promotions, it's like for, for $1 for the first month. Yeah. You yeah, exactly. Play all these fucking games you want, man. And, yeah. and like on paper, that sounds, that sounds great. But like, like the longer this goes on and the more you look into it, just like, what is this? You know? Well, on the price, the price hike, obviously someone at Microsoft said, Hey, we've got to start profiting here at some point. Well, yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> but I well, mean, that lasted 12 hours. You know, so. <laughs> it's like, it lasted 12 hours. And then someone, someone looked at the internet and was like, Hold yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, and I, and, and what's funny, I guess, is that, uh, the, obviously the comparison always comes with, in the console space, the comparison comes to, um PlayStation Now and Game Pass and the conversation has always been that Game Pass is the better value between the two services. Absolutely. Um which while true is also at the same time like the it's while true like all the other shit that that you know you've been talking about also comes with that. 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's the best value, but like that's the best value between these two things. And well, I, it's changing now, right? Like I know very few people have a PS5 now, but Plus gives you that uh, the Plus collection now. Yeah, which is like you don't pay any extra for that if you're on PS5. Yeah, and you've got like a fucking generation of AAA games to download and play. Yeah, yeah, but then like, I think about like what you were talking about with um, with Remedy getting on Game Pass. I was like, well, I don't want my fucking game on Game Pass. Right. I, I want people to buy these. I want people to buy. I want people to buy this game. And like, yeah, you're gonna. I want to make money. Well, yeah. I mean, that was a Phil, that was a Phil Spencer mistake more yeah. than a Game Pass mistake. You well, know. Yeah, but like but... at the same time, like that's the dude. That's like that's he's the dude that's, that's he's the dude that's in charge of all that messaging, right? Yeah, I mean, he cost Remedy quite a bit of cash. Yeah, and so know? like, and so obviously, like that they'll just never see. I'm he, sure. Yeah, and at the very least, that's a fucking that's an that's an that's a few angry emails <laughs> that yeah. I'm sending to Phil Spencer, right? Yeah, and so like. When you think about like, yeah, like I get this, I get this amount of money up front for my game being on Game Pass, but then like, but that that's a that's a you know that's a short term thing. Like I want to continue like like people keep people like I have people hearing about Control, hearing about how great this game is, instead of instead of buying it and and us getting revenue, like they're just gonna they're just gonna go to to Microsoft and they're gonna get the money for my fucking game. So like. Well, not to mention, like, PS Plus has proven time and time again to pay the bills for a lot of developers. Yeah. And Game Pass has, Game Pass and Xbox Live in general has yet to do so, right? Uh, Rocket League is what it is because of PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So so is Fall Guys. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, like, I don't know. There's... I'm not saying. Where did Among like, Us come from? Why did that pop off? It's been around forever, dude. Yeah, it's been yeah, on, for some reason. I know, it got popular I know, I know it's, here, but it's yeah, been it's, it's been it's on computer. That's where people. Well, I mean, it's on, I, it's I on mobile too. Like, I didn't know what other. I could. I think on Switch too, but I just didn't know what made yeah. that one pop off. So sorry, keep going. But yeah, like it's it's not a guarantee that your game is going to succeed, right? Yeah. Their own first party game, Destruction All Stars, probably is not going to succeed, right? Yeah. Uh, but like, it's shown time and time again that it can it can make your game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I I have no doubt that like because I mean, like I I think about I think about like especially Rocket League right with uh when I when I first saw that game I was like I don't like if I had to pay for that game I was like I'm not I'm not gonna play Rocket League because that does not sound like. At its as a concept, that doesn't sound appealing to me, right? Yeah, but, you know, and I don't know how many, and maybe that was the case for a lot of people, but then like people ended up playing a lot of Rocket League as a result of it being of it of it launching as a PS Plus game, and now yeah. it's, now it's making millions of dollars all the time with yeah, like, I can find shit. fucking Rocket League toys at Target now. Yeah, you know, um, you know, and I even then I think and like and same thing with Fall Guys, right? Like that game, fucking like when Fall Guys was announced, like I was like, I don't really have that much interest in that game. Uh, and I will probably, but will, you know what? I played it for a few hours. I yeah. bought some cosmetics. Yeah. Like I gave them some of my money. Yeah. You know? But like if, but let's, let's say that instead of it launching the way that it did, that, you know, there was a price tag attached to, to, yeah. to playing it. Like you might, I'm not saying that you wouldn't have, but you know, you might not. No, have. I wouldn't have. Yeah. yeah so have. you might, so you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't have, you would have never tried it. And then, you know, then they would have never gotten that money for those cosmetics you bought. It's the same thing. Destruction All Stars, I have very little interest in. Yeah. But I'm gonna try it. 
it's free for me. I'm gonna give it a shot. And I definitely, know? I did, I definitely think that it is a boon for for some games, right? That games that have like where the I think that it is it serves as a good kind of proof of concept for some games um, to give people a better understanding of like what the game is and whether or not they don't enjoy it. Yeah. But I do also think that like games for like games with like that have like a pedigree behind them, like control, like I, I think that like that's a more of a hindrance than anything. Uh, yeah, and who knows, right? Control is on plus this month. Yeah. Right? But we're well out from the game's release. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Like people have bought like the people have bought that game. You know, people right. have bought DC, people have bought DLC for that game prior to it being a being a PS plus game. But but yeah, it's it's going on a long time. I just wanted that. That's my example. Yeah, you know, of something that people praise dealing with video games. That really, I think, isn't that fantastic. Yeah. Um, Did you have an an example of your own, right? Yeah, actually. So, um, I have my opinions about like. And I know that we've talked about this as like a full-fledged topic on the show before, but it's been coming up with like recent news that I've been seeing. Um, and like thinking about adaptations of video games and television and movies and stuff. And I was thinking about, I was thinking today about, about the announcement of that Twisted Metal TV series. Hmm. Um and I'm just like, I guess I'm just like, well, I'm feeling more and more like I'm getting new video games in the form of television shows and movies instead of games that I can play. And like, and, and I'm wondering, sometimes I wonder like, is the purpose of these, of these adaptations to... I guess I guess the purpose would be like, hey, you don't play video games. We want to get this. We want to get this property out in front of you so that you can see what this thing is. And then maybe if you like the show, you'll realize that there are video games ba- that there's video games that this stuff is based on, and you'll go about and buy them. I don't know, right? But I had always been hoping that, especially in the case of Twisted Metal, that I was like, the next time I heard a Twisted Metal related announcement. It would be in the form of a worthy successor to Twisted Metal Black that I can that I can play with a controller, um, and I see people like they go nuts over like uh, they go nuts either in a good way or a bad way over this stuff. And I was thinking about like the Mortal Kombat a movie and like how people are like really psyched about Dang, it. Dang, that tra- that trailer looks so good though. Yeah, it does. Hey, yeah, yeah. It does. I'm on that hype train. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm and, there, and I've seen people. I've seen people. Uh, Today, it's not his legs we're worried about; it's his arms. <laughs> it's just... So, <laughs> on that on that specific note, I think like Jax Briggs has lost his arms in like four <laughs> different ways. I mean, it's it's like so, the, it's like Sean Bean dying in every movie. Well, like Jax Briggs is going to lose his arms in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, all goes back right yeah see that's what i'm talking about this is but i but like i i don't know like i don't know where we're gonna go with it but i do say like i do feel like as somebody who also enjoys like comic books 
there was I know when I started seeing a lot more comic book shows and movies, I like there's some parts of me that was like, but this is my thing and they're gonna make it gross and not like it. And see that I don't know, it's a different and, medium. And what I'm, I'm and not... what I'm saying is that like people and like people myself included think that it's seem to think that it's a very, very good thing to be very precious about the about the properties that they're into. And, and I understand you don't want something well, that you love to turn well, to shit. Well, well, see, that's a, that's a thing, Shanae. Like, okay, so um, either die a villain or you live long, <laughs> <laughs> or you live long enough to be a Zack Snyder film. But like, <laughs> I meant die a hero, live long enough to be a villain. But die yeah. a villain or live long enough to be. <laughs> see, that's a, what's funny is that I was actually defending Zack Snyder like in a conversation an hour ago. But I know what that oh. man is. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so what what I'm saying is that like. People think it's a good thing to be like very precious about the properties that they're into and say, look, you have to do it this way every time. And like the 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 example that I come yeah, up with. Yeah. Do him the right way. Make him bad <laughs> because he's supposed to be bad. And if he's good, I hate I, it. But like yep. but like I think that- well what I'm saying is like I, I looked at the like the most probably the most recent example would be the Monster Hunter movie. Right, and as a Monster Hunter fan, I caught myself saying, "What the fuck? Is the why is Ti here? Why is where's the where, what's with the assault rifles? What's with the Hummers? What's with the helicopters? There's none of that in Monster Hunter." And then like, but then like, then I find myself like, "They're tur- they're ruining it." <laughs> but like, here's the thing, is that they're not. Like those games are still those games. They yeah. they they are still those games. Those games still exist. They will not cease to exist just because this movie sucks. Yeah. And then twist and with Twisted Metal, like the Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal Black, which is my favorite game in the series. That game—it's a weird choice to make for a show. I'm gonna be honest. Out of all all the video game IP, I do feel like it's a weird choice. Well, uh, Sony right now with their games to television initiative seems to be like throwing it at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, because know? Power didn't I work guess. out so well. What was Powers? Power? Powers, but Booth. Powers, Powers was was. <laughs> A PlayStation Plus exclusive, you see. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Power the Stars show? No, oh, like... no, no. I'm sorry. Their show was called Powers with an S. It was, it was, yeah. it was, oh, it was there were multiple, like... there were multiple Powers. Yeah. Yeah, powers okay. yeah. But, um, I, I will say this. I do think that, like, something that I struggled with as, like, a fan of a lot of, like, written stuff that turned into movies and things like that. I think it's that even when you play these games, like you have these moments that you connect to and you feel awesome or you really love and you love this about this franchise. Yeah. And you want someone to watch the show or movie and feel as cool as you did and like get why you love this. Yeah. Because it's never fun to like be like, hey, so I like this adjacent thing, but this ad- this thing that you're showing them is is not good or it's not yeah. what you experienced. Where like, no, 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 but this is even cooler because it does this thing. And I have all those moments where I'm just like. It's a different thing. I let them enjoy it how they want to enjoy it, and like even though it's not giving me the same feelings like this original thing did, I'm just not going to get that because I had this original thing. I think like over time, I tend to agree with her, what Ryan's saying. Though uh, there are plenty of things that I love that have been adapted into just the worst fucking films or TV shows or comic books or games, right? Uh, yeah, but like. I can still look back on the source material fondly and still enjoy that for what it is 
Uh, do I still bitch about some things? Like, pretty much everything's Marvel. Marvel's touched <laughs> in the last how many years? Yeah, I do. Uh, we're both having a whole... Like, like, come, come at me about WandaVision. What you guys say about we, it? We're, I haven't watched it. We were both having a good no time. I desire with, to watch it, for we, that matter. We were both having a good time but, with Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought we were having a good time. Sure, sure. Michael Keaton's uh, in I that. More, I meant more <laughs> the official MCU. I see. Okay. But, uh, you know, like... Uh, I tend to just try to look at that stuff as more fan fiction because a lot of times it is that. Yeah. Uh, not with MCU, obviously. That's that's writing by committee, which yeah. is gross and to so, me. And but sometimes like, it actually is fan fiction. Like it's yeah. it's legitimately right, fan fiction. Right, right, right. But like you know, I think about like I've been reading a lot of Elseworlds comics recently, and like that's what that shit is too. And I love that shit. I pay for it. You yeah. know. Uh, I don't uh, know. Like. Yeah, I, I just I, not so bad. like. I think that like even like even if we love the first the first season of Mortal Kombat Legacy. Yeah, that shit. Oh shit, man, was dope. And then Cas- yeah. Casper Van Dien showed up and fucked it all up. <laughs> but <laughs> but like uh, um. what I'm saying is that like even like that that's a that's an example too, right? Like season two of, of Mortal Kombat Legacy was bad, but it yeah. did. But that didn't that didn't like make the games bad. And yeah. like, I didn't make a they, season they one bad. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, no, no, I think, like, I think, I, I don't know. I, I think Mortal Kombat 11 is fantastic. Um, I'm just fucking with you. But like, but uh, even still, like with, with the Monster Hunter movie, right? Like yeah. that, that doesn't mean the game is bad because the mo- the movie is bad. And like, and again, these, like these movies aren't, and like, I, I often wonder like why, like, I feel like sometimes it's kind of a self-important question to ask, like, who is this movie for? Well, it's like it's for people who like to, but like the answer is like it's people who like to watch fucking movies. China. It's for China. Yeah, it right? is. But I mean, like, frankly, it is. I but, mean, but, but like also like I think about Resident Evil movies. Obviously, aren't the games. Yeah. Uh, but but, people, like, but I the, still who I, like I still them. find those movies enjoyable. In I watch. Right. I liked them. Sure. And, but like, but what I mean is like those movies. While you found them enjoyable, I'm sure there's plenty of people did. Uh, they didn't make money here. Just like Transformers doesn't make money here. Just like Monster Hunter didn't make money here. They make money in China. But, you know, I, I think that I think that all these things are is that I think that all these I think that all the that all these things are is like these these video games have have concepts in them that, you know, we want to use for a movie that people who don't yeah. play video games would like. And that's you know, that's fine. Because honestly, like there are people like there are people who don't play who don't play Resident Evil or Monster Hunter or Mortal Kombat, who will watch these things and yeah. they don't give a shit. Like they, they either like the movie or they won't, and they won't have an opinion one way or another about how closely it ties to the, to the source material. And it, and, and, in my opinion, it just doesn't really matter that much. It's like the, these two things. Well, I do think it separately. does, but I think like that... it does like create the opportunity for a movie goer who, like you said, doesn't give a shit about the source material, they might after watching that. Yeah, but even, if they, mean, but even if they do watching like... Watching the Netflix... But, but what I'm saying is, like, even if they do like it, if they like it, whether or not it's, it's tied to the source material or not, they like it, they will st- then they'll try the game. And, you know, either they'll like the game or they won't. Right? But, um, I don't know. I, I, just, mean, I, I, can't, I can't find the energy to, like, get upset about that stuff anymore. Yeah, so. agreed. I would say like so. I never played like really a lot of the like The Witcher games or anything, Hello. but like I really like. 
But I love the I love the show, and Berto played a lot of Wild Hunt and yeah. was like explaining some things to me. And there's things where he's like, "All right, I wish they would have done a couple of those things." But overall, I feel like that show got a lot of positive reviews from game players and non. Granted, yeah. that game series has a lot more content to pull stories from. Yeah. Than other ones. And it was the same thing though, right? Like when Castlevania Netflix came out, I was poking holes all over it. But people love that. You know? I still people love, love it. that show. Yeah. I still love it. <laughs> and, uh, and you know what? Symphony of the Night still dope, so. You know. Well, it's based on Dracula's Curse, you see. But sure. <laughs> well, you know what Dracula's Curse is based on? What's that lady's name? <gasps> What's that lady's name who wrote that Dracula book? Uh, Interview with the Vampire, Anne Rice? Yeah. Based on that. So. And, uh. Who, uh, it's not. It's <laughs> not. I mean, look. What... You know what's funny is Bram Stoker's Dracula is actually a canonical part of Castlevania, and that is great, Tom. It is great that yeah. you know that. Um, is Gar- but where is the Gary Oldman? How does it feel to be a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> how come? The, yeah, how come? How come? How come the Gary Oldman with his weird hair has never been in any of those games? They should have put that guy in there. <laughs> or Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Like, not even as Dracula, just, like, Gary Busey. (laughs) Just in one of the castles, like, a little bit lost. (laughs) I considered doing Um, a Gary Busey impression, and I decided against it. Glad. Um, Sure. (laughs) I could probably do a better one. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you're constantly doing one. So. Wow. I'm so fucking funny. <laughs> I want to go cry. Now. I, think, I think I think you finally said the one joke on air that's like that's actually mean. Oh man! No, I, I don't give a shit about that. You. I show a lot of gum when I smile. <laughs> Sinead, what you got? Um, I got nothing. I I okay. I tried so hard. Sinead just likes everything. Also, no, it's not that I don't. I. I like everything. It's just that I know I try to always see the reason why these things happened. Sure. And even if it's not for me, like it being a benefit to somebody in the world or doing more, being more of a benefit or at least being neutral rather than negative. I don't know. I, I mean, I just try to think about things that I thought were bad. Yeah. And but even then I'm like, well, it's just this because it's bad for me doesn't mean it's bad for everybody else. I don't know. I had a really hard time with this topic and I I got nada. Like it's all right. Next time I think next week's topic, as long as you guys don't have something planned for next week, I got one that I think Shanae will excel at. Yeah. Um I think I I think I made the joke like about too many boyfriends in Atomi games. <laughs> sure. About about being bad. I don't know. Like I got nothing. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited for a new topic that maybe I can think something of, or think of something. God damn! I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. You're okay, dude. You're doing. I'm great. sober. You're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need you need uh, you need mommy's medicine. <laughs> I just need some of them dank nugs. Oh yeah, those dank, snibbly, jibbly, ghibly nugs. I. D- I want some Studio Ghibli nugs. Yes. Studio Ghibli nugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah. smoke a bowl with my neighbor Totoro. It seems like a dope-ass time. Sure. Uh, <laughs> also, I just, I'll do a shot before next show. Maybe I'm just so nervous. I just like I just I haven't seen y'all in a while, and I was just like, ugh. Yeah. I was looking at it. But um, yeah. 
that's all I got for this week. You can find us on the YouTubes. Um, we got a Discord. We're on Stitcher, Podomatic, iTunes, Google Play, most podcast providers. Uh, we got some Instagram. And mm, bye, guys. Bye.